What's up, Ishes? Welcome back to the 28 Days of Self-Love. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic main-ish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. Today is day 27, and we are talking about trusting your instincts. I actually was given a really good example of this last night. I was out drinking, and so now I feel like ass and a half, so if I don't have like all of the energy in the world that's why I'm like at that stage that when you bend over you kind of want to like off yourself also I'm a little sad because we're back here in our regular wellish studio which means that I am no longer near the beach and that makes me sad I'm not sitting next to a palm plant anymore I'm sitting next to my regular fake plant from TJ Maxx so you know what I think we need to make some life upgrades because, you know, there was some true happiness seeping from my pores when I was out there. So my lease is up in August. We'll see. We'll see what happens when we get to that point in our lives. Okay, so trusting instincts. I I just honestly want to start by saying, like, you're not you're not stupid when things happen in life. We want to believe the best in people. We want to believe that maybe our irrational thoughts aren't correct. And maybe the irrational thoughts aren't correct. If you're anything like me, you let it get a little out of control. (laughs) But the core thought that you probably have, there's probably some truth to it. If you think it, it's most likely true. (laughs) And... I I don't want this to get mixed up with spiraling crazy thoughts like that you're ugly or you're not good enough or anything like that. Like those things aren't true. However, in the example of you're not good enough or honestly, even you thinking you're ugly, maybe there's a reason that you think that and maybe there's something that you could do to improve upon it. Let that be just improving your own self-image and self-worth and self-respect but I'm talking more about like if you think that people are talking shit about you or you think that somebody is cheating on you or you think that somebody is mad at you like it's possible that there is some truth to it and then you have to kind of be able to handle that situation from there but don't talk yourself out of it because you don't want to believe that it's true There's a reason you probably think it. And I don't know. I'm convinced, man, that I have pretty fucking good instincts when it comes to that shit. And I don't listen to it as often as I should. And I always end up being right, bro. Like, I swear. I I really pride myself on my instincts. Like, I really think that I guess shit before it happens. And it bites me in the ass a lot of the time because I want to see the best in people. And they always fucking prove me right or wrong, I guess. Right in my instincts, wrong with me trying to give them, give them a chance. But if I just trust my instincts, then I would probably not have to deal with shitty situations as long as I have. I would be able to just be like, mm, yeah, something's off there. I'm going to see myself out and not associate it with it anymore. This might sound a little narcissistic, (laughs) but I like to kind of think of this like living in a world 
that you are always right, but open to the possibility of being otherwise. Open to the education and the growth that you're probably not always right. And let me explain this to you because, again, it sounds like kind of insane to live your life that way and like a toxic trait. But you know what? We can't always be perfect. And I think it works. And I think it really works with loving yourself and practicing this habit, at least short term doing it this way until you are able to be strong in your self-love and think otherwise. But whatever, this works for me. So I'm going to share it with you guys. If you live in a world that you're always right, it's easier to trust yourself because as a person that has, that used to have, we're not going to identify with it anymore, but as a person that used to have really severe self-trust issues, I like would never think I was right. I never would give myself the benefit of the doubt. I always like, I would have the reactive, instinctive thought that something fishy was going on or whatever the situation was that somebody was being a dick that somebody didn't really like me something like that and I would be like no like it's not true like I'll prove it's not true and like I would go against what I thought and then just end up getting hurt later on if I had just gone with it from the perspective of I'm right being able to protect myself a little bit better maybe like maybe it would make me feel like it almost would give me more of a confident front like a okay so that person I think I'm right that person doesn't like me and let's say it's not true but I'm gonna if I feel that way I'm gonna say okay I'm right that person doesn't like me and that doesn't give me permission to be a dick to that person I'm not at all saying be rude and treat them like a person that's made it clear that they don't like you I'm saying You don't have to go above and beyond to try to please that person. You can accept off the bat that they don't like you and handle that in a mature, confident way. And then you're not setting yourself up to get hurt (laughs) when you find out that they don't like you. But let's say that they do like you and you're wrong. Then you're showing them that you respect yourself and you're showing them how to treat you. And they must have done something that led you to believe that you didn't like them and you're letting them know in a way that you don't have to use words that you don't appreciate that and that you're not going to tolerate stuff like that in your life. When you don't trust your instincts, that's when you start second guessing and overthinking everything. And obviously that never leads to anything good. But like that is what overthinking and second guessing is, is not trusting your initial thought. Or taking that initial thought and like going down a fucking rabbit hole about it when all you had to do was consider the initial thought as your instinct and then be like, hmm, okay, maybe. Now how am I going to act if that's true? Instead of thinking about if somebody doesn't like you, for example, again, and then all of the reasons that they don't and all of the ways that you behaved and why that could have led to them not liking you or all of the ways that you can behave from here on out to try to get them to like you. And then you're like stuck in this overthinking mess when all you need to do is just focus on that initial instinct thought. You can't mistake the overthinking thoughts for your instinct. The instinct is the core. The overthinking is just all of the scenarios that you're creating in your head, all of the possibilities that you're allowing to swarm inside of your brain surrounding that instinct. They are not one and the same. 
the core of those overthinking thoughts, though, that's the instinct that you need to know is possibly not true, but to trust it in the sense of finding the truth within that core instinct and considering why you had that thought because maybe considering why you had that thought might lead to what may be true for example if you're having overthinking thoughts about a person not liking you and maybe that person does like you and it's not true maybe that core instinct wasn't correct that they didn't like you and it came from your overthinking mind but why did you have that thought maybe it's because you have an issue with people pleasing or you have a fear of not being good enough for people and then you can work on that issue and trust that instinct. Trusting your instincts is recognizing the but. Using the example of a relationship, you have a lot of fun with a person, they have similar interests as you, but you know that they don't have all of the qualities that you need in life. It can be a good thing, but you know deep down that it's just not, they, they don't serve all of the needs that you have. They don't fulfill you in the way that you feel that you should be being fulfilled. Maybe a simpler example of this would be like drugs and alcohol. Like drugs and alcohol make you feel good, but you have to trust your instinct in that you know that they are not good for you and they don't lead to good things. So it's doing what's best for you and recognizing that, not trying to just look at the bright side of the situation, feeling that gut instinct listening to those thoughts and recognizing and hopefully even acting on them. You want to listen to yourself in a way that you would listen to a good parent. You don't always want to listen to what they have to say, but most of the time they are right or at the very least have your best interest at heart. It's seriously like parenting yourself, like listening to that voice and actually you don't have to do everything that it says, but taking into consideration the advice that it's giving you. Something that I heard one time that I absolutely love is that that voice that is trying to guide you and direct you the right things and the wrong things to do is actually your most ideal self looking down on you and guiding you in the direction that's going to lead you to becoming your most ideal self. And I just think that's such a fucking cool way to look at it. Is that a God complex? <laughs> I don't know, but I fucking like it. it. It works for me. So maybe somebody else would like that as well. Bottom line, you're not fucking stupid. If you think it, you're probably right. Go with it until proven otherwise. Tomorrow is our very last day of the 28 days of self-love issues. We are going to be talking about how being fully healed is a myth and how loving yourself fully does exist. So check that out tonight at midnight. You can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt and Wellish at Wellish Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow me on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale Issues. Until tomorrow, goodbye. <music>